0: It's tough. You can burn out pretty hard. Like, I think I burnt out this last year, like, kind of earlier in the year. Yeah. found it pretty hard to hit my hours. I wasn't really, like, I wasn't really having like a mental health issue, but it just was, like, I am sick of being in my basement. Like, I want to, like, see people. And so this summer, I just, like, consciously was, like, I'm going to just see as many people as I can. And so my hours suffered a little bit. Yeah. But ultimately, like, this fall, which is a great time to be grinding, I've been, like, balls to the wall. Yeah. In there, like, grinding Fortnite every day. So it definitely helps. I feel like it's tough, though, because every single time you take time off, aside from losing that direct revenue that day, it's also, like, a loss of momentum. You know, like, if you go missing for a week, people leave. They find another channel to watch, and they're less likely to go back to your channels.
1: Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on, and share their experiences, stories, and advice. And today, I have somebody from my homeland, The Rock, Upshaw. Welcome.
0: Good to be here, man.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for doing this. Totally appreciate this. Um, So what we do to start things off, we do three rapid questions to get the juices flowing. So are you ready? I think so, yeah. All right. So sketchiest bar you've ever been to? (laughs)
0: Anywhere on George Street, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I, do, I don't even know. So one of my fiance's ex boyfriends actually recently assaulted me at one of these bars downtown. I, shit. I mean, like, it was not a big deal. He got grabbed immediately. And it was at George Street fast. So I guess the whole street, like, literally, when I say the whole street,
2: pretty <laughs> right, sketchy.
1: For those that don't know, in St. John's, there's this street called George Street. And how many bars are on it?
0: It's over 100, and it's like maybe. Two hundred meters long, like yeah. I I think it has the most bars per square capita of anywhere in the world. I think we have that record.
2: Yeah, I Which yeah.
0: I, I don't I don't know if you want to brag about that record, but <laughs> well, we're <laughs>
1: what we're in a tropical island in the North Atlantic. What are we going to do? <laughs> Nothing but drink, right, and play video games.
0: Exactly, man. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred <laughs> percent.
1: All right, so you're going out to your favorite place to eat. What are you eating?
0: What am I eating? Uh. That's a tough one. Uh, there's actually a uh, a Chinese food place downtown that's really good. Peaceful Loft, downtown St. John's, Newfoundland. Really good. I think, like, general food, though. I really like, like, Mexican food. Yeah. Like, burritos, yeah. tacos. You're
2: not it. getting
1: a lot of good Mexican, though, on the island, though, are you? No. there's It's getting better. There's a place called The Sprout
0: that's really good. Yeah. They have, like, really good, like bean burritos but i mean other than that it's kind of like jungle gyms which is just like a chain that i don't even know what it is really i wouldn't call it mexican food though
1: all right and final question is best thing about what's the best thing about where you live
0: uh there's a lot of good things probably the people i mean like aside from everybody here being really nice my family's all here yeah which is really nice as a streamer because it's like You can get off stream. You can pump a bunch of hours in and your family's kind of always there. It's easier to keep like strong ties. Yeah. I think.
1: Excellent. All right, cool. All right. So, you know, what's your background? Where did, you know, what were you doing before you created those first YouTube videos or first went live?
0: I, I've actually been kind of streaming for a long time. First time I went live, I was in university. Yeah. Probably like first or second year. I got a PS4 for Christmas uh, hit the share button on it. Tried it out. I originally started streaming just to like show the people in like my little gaming team, kind of like a, a feed when they weren't playing that night. Yeah. Um, and people started watching aside from people who were actually on the gaming team. So I was yeah. like, oh, like you can actually do this. And then I kind of started looking into it. And I was going to school doing like biology and behavioral and neuroscience. So I kind of always like, well, I, I'm so far into this, I should get this done. And then in my very last semester, I met a guy who was doing. Gaming for a living. Like, he's currently at 2 million subs now, but he was just blowing up, kind of just passing 100K at the time. And he showed me, like, his YouTube studio, and he was making, like, 20, he had $20,000 earned that month. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, somebody from the Arctic Circle where I live, you know, like, can actually make it, you know? Yeah. So it's uh, it's cool. I mean, that's kind of what got me into it. So because of that, the next year I was like, you know what? Instead of like trying to write the AMCAT or getting into like a graduate program, I'm going to just try to wing it for a year. I worked part time at Canada Post and then probably spent like forty or fifty hours just doing streaming content creation. And I almost was going to give up. I was like a year into it, yeah, and I was making like like way below poverty wages for the amount of time I was putting into it. And then Fortnite came out. Yeah. And you know, everything kind of just popped oh off. My and,
1: God. That's so cool. So let's let's go back to the beginning of gaming. What was your first gaming? Was it a console or you know computers? Way back, you know, when it all started. <laughs>
0: I mean, the very first game was like a Spongebob racing game on my PC, like yeah. my dad's PC. <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't call that gaming. Yeah. Probably first real gaming was like Nintendo 64 uh like playing super smash bros with my brothers yeah making them all hate video games because i would all beat them all the time you know <laughs> like they rapidly yeah. gave up
1: oh you know? man and then over the years so you did you get co- um playstation was your first console you know were the big boy consoles then when you got to university uh, or
0: actually it was 360 first okay i was on xbox 360 like high school starting university yeah and then switched over to the PS4. I think it was just purely because it was cheaper. Like I yeah. think the, the Xbox one or whatever it was at the time was like 200 bucks more. And when you have no money and you're a university student, like you go with the cheapest option Absolutely. every time.
1: And but also let's add on the fact. So something like down here in the States, you know, games are like $69 back mm. home on in the mainland. It's like $79. But now you come yeah. to Newfoundland, it's actually more because the taxes and everything
0: yeah, well, the taxes here are, like, 15%, so it's it's crazy. It, it adds up, which is really nice when you play free-to-play games for a living, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I <laughs> I don't want to know how much I've spent on Fortnite skins, but I didn't have to pay for <laughs> Fortnite, you know, so that's yeah. good.
1: Oh, cool. So now, over the years, you know, what are some of the, you know, really great games that stick out, in your opinion?
0: I mean, I feel like Battlefield was one of the games that originally got me, like, really hooked into gaming like, I used to play with, like, a like a little bit of a, I'll say esports team, but we yeah. didn't, like, really play for much money. There wasn't a whole lot of money back then. But uh, Battlefield 3 uh, probably just got me hooked just because, like, the progression, the skill-based nature of it. And then, like, I've always been a bit of a shooter person, but, yeah. like, Call of Duty was good. But Battlefield 3 and 4 were just, like, I I don't even want to know how many hours <laughs> I pumped into that. I think I was, like, number one in Canada for, like, score per minute. Oh, In wow. Battlefield 4, though, so I grinded those games. Like that's when I was like, "Oh, I'm actually good at video games." Yeah, like, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. BF4 was so good. The DLC that came out for it was just—it was all—it was all a very great, well-done game. It was—it was unreal. It's—I'm so disappointed that the new one stinks. Like, yeah. Oh I, man. Oh, yeah, I was talking to who did I have on the other day? Blue Drake was on. And I was talking to him about how can you take something as good as BF4 and. Battle and EA comes out with that crap that they dropped, you know? It's so,
0: it's like you don't even need to like re engineer the game. No. Just make it again with more maps, pretty much, and you'd have a hit. Like, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's all you needed to do. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. So, one question I always ask people where does the name come from? But yours is pretty straightforward. But I will ask you, how did you come up with Console Peanut? (laughs) Ha
0: ha. Yeah, that's I don't even know. That was when I was like just trying to come up with anything. And then I I obviously eventually settled on upshot because it was easy. It's just my last name. But console peanut. I just I was like I guess I was just literally on YouTube like looking at people's goofy names. I was like, (laughs) I'm just gonna throw something out there i might have made like two videos enjoying yeah. myself as console peanut <laughs> after just abandoning it again like really um, hard
2: yeah
1: yeah because I, when i was doing some notes before the pod, i was like oh let's look at this it's like holy cow it goes back ton of games you've played it's like and then you introduce yourself as console peanut like oh my god <laughs> that's so crazy
0: it's funny you dug that up yeah that's that's <laughs> ancient is what that is
1: but like you've played a ton of games on on youtube you posted a lot of content over the years
0: yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Like that's sort of my original strategy was just like throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall.
2: Like
0: yeah. I mean, I liked a lot of games. It's one weird thing about playing like getting really skilled at one game is that I honestly play a less variety now than when I did back then. Yeah. I just play way more of one thing all the time. Yeah. But I, I feel like I used to really like like big battle style mm-hmm. games like Battlefield, Battlefront. I mean, even like Call of Duty, I'd play like the ground war a lot. You yeah, know? like Stuff where there's a lot of action kind of going around. Right,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, okay. And now, you know, I, I was noticed like, you see, you hit, like, a growth somewhere around Battlefield 1, maybe. You, like, your thumbnails got good. And it's like, then you were hitting, like, the 1,000 views for your videos. And then Fortnite. Yeah. And then it just, like, a switch flipped.
0: It rocket shipped. Yeah. yeah it was wild. It's. I mean, YouTube is a funny game because it's, it's really, like, algorithm-based. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of just got to, if you're trying to get into it, it just throw a bunch of different things at the wall. Some things will stick. You can kind of double down on that for a while, which yeah. I did with battlefield. So I was probably averaging like a hundred to 200 viewers on battlefield at the time. Yeah. That kind of was weaning off. And then Fortnite luckily dropped. It's kind of like, I want to say save the channel, but yeah. it's just kind of, you know, the timing of it was perfect.
1: Yeah. And then like you were saying, you're throwing things out of the channel. Did you enjoy playing Fortnite at the time or it just stuck and you, you wrote it out?
0: the first time i tried it i tried it on keyboard and mouse and i was like i don't know how i feel about this game and i don't think i had it set up right it didn't feel well optimized and then the second time i played it i played it on console and it was just like so good like it was a hit immediately and i i think it was just i i kind of got the inkling like this is gonna be big because console at the time had nothing like that while Battle Royale was really popular on PC, yeah, but there was no Battle Royale game for console and Fortnite ran really, really well. Yeah, oh, okay. so I just was like, This is gonna pop! Like, I, I just felt it. And like, literally, two streams into streaming Fortnite, I was pulling like a thousand viewers on YouTube. Oh my like, it was God. crazy.
1: Oh, so you were streaming live on YouTube, this was just you know, straight yeah. content. Oh, wow, so that was like the early days of streaming on YouTube,
0: yeah. And it's funny, like, you hear a lot about YouTube like being the, like a good platform now, but I, I, I don't know, I'm skeptical. I mean, Twitch has been making some interesting decisions lately, but had YouTube. The monetization opportunities on YouTube are like, you can have 2000 viewers and make five bucks on a live stream. Like there's oh, wow. no advertisements. Like yeah. I think a lot of it, unfortunately, is people like huge people getting multi million dollar contracts and then telling everybody how great that experience is. Yeah. Because I'm sure that's awesome. Oh, right? yeah. Who wouldn't want that? Right. But
2: yeah.
1: Your grandfather did like, for an 80-20 split. Like, yeah, that's best. But you yeah, know, that's not yeah, everybody.
0: Deadly. But I feel like when I was when I was doing it, at least. I mean, I can't speak for it now because I haven't streamed on there in you know, three years. Yeah. But My experience, I streamed on there for three or four years and the monetization opportunities for like a mid range content creator were pretty minimal, like. Yeah. Which is it's just interesting. I mean, hopefully it's better now, but I kind of I'm skeptical of that. Yeah.
1: Well, even the tools you had to, you know, for your viewers and subs like that, it was just you know, dark ages compared to, you know, what Twitch was running.
0: Yeah, they're catching up now for sure. Yeah but yeah, Twitch is Twitch, I feel like is way ahead on the community side of things. Yeah. Different. I almost feel like a lot of big YouTube streamers. It's just kind of like the chat that you just didn't read the chat. Cause it was just like, right. So toxic, just like <laughs> spam. Like it was nonsense. It wasn't like the way Twitch is. I think. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. And now, all right, so let's Fortnite for a second. You know, you're playing on a console was back then was Fortnite cross platform or were you just playing against other console people? So it was
0: actually, you could still play cross-platform. So if I added my friend on PC, I could play with him. But then we played PC lobbies. Yeah. So before it was console exclusively, if you're playing on console. I don't know exactly when they switched, but it was always this big thing of, okay, console is the easy lobbies, like their players are potatoes, PC players are the lead, like those are the best lobbies. And so... The reason I was one of the first people to switch to, like, controller on PC, because I was like, you know what? I want to just try this out. I've constantly, everybody in my comments is like, console lobbies, console lobbies, ha, 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 yeah. you suck. And I would be, I said, okay, I want to try just plugging my controller into PC, and I wonked. It was way easier, like. Oh, wow. And I think it's just because the aim assist was, like, still good, and then the average, the thing about, con- like, Fortnite at the time is it was free to play. Yeah. So, and it was so popular that there was, and there's no skill-based matchmaking. So you'd have obviously like your ninjas and your tifus, yeah. But you'd also have a ridiculous amount of like twelve-year-olds on their mom's laptop getting twenty <laughs> frames, like yeah. using a like one of my friends, like IRL friends, was using like a mouse thing on her keyboard, like yeah. a little ball.
1: Oh my god! Like you the name the nub she was nub
0: aiming right and she was playing fortnite like every day with that setup oh my so God. that's the kind of players you played it was yeah. interesting yeah
1: and now today do you still play with the controller or do you move to mouse and keyboard
0: uh i still play controller yeah um i have played mouse and keyboard i mean i used to play PUBG, and that's like exclusively mouse and key yeah i'm not bad at it i think honestly i could probably full switch now if i wanted to yeah because of no building, but yes. if I were to play build, it would take me like a year to get any good, I feel I, like.
1: You know, I know Swearing, Corey, he's, he's trying the Azeron or whatever that crazy handheld thing on. And I see some of these yeah. people building. It's like, I don't know how you do that with a, a console or with a controller. It's
0: actually really nice. Like the oh, way okay. they designed it, it's because it's like, I'll just show you my controller yeah. here. It's like every single you have like your four wall pieces. So yeah. each button on the top, yeah. this is four buttons is each individual piece. So you can basically just like if you have a high enough sensitivity, you yeah. can just spin and crank your way up like and do uh, all kinds okay. of stuff like the layout of it is pretty intuitive. Yeah. Now obviously keyboard and mouse it's a bit easier cuz you have a full keyboard yeah. to like have a bunch of different binds, but they've done a pretty good job, but like it's at the point now where there's so many different buttons in Fortnite, that i have to if i want to mark like hey there's a person over there yeah i have to unbind my emote button yeah so that i can mark people like otherwise i just have no more buttons like i'm I'm out of it oh
1: shit that's crazy (laughs) so that the first time you went live you know you had people in chat that you didn't know what was that experience like uh it
0: was interesting. I mean, I feel like I just got really excited about it. Yeah. I don't know, in a weird way. I was like, oh, my God, there's people watching me. Like, And they just said, like, nice shot. Oh, my God. But, like, <laughs> I think that was my first, like, emotional reaction was, like, holy crap, this is pretty cool. Like, yeah. You know, it's because at, at the time, it's still, I mean, I've been playing video games online for a, quite a while. Yeah. But not, like, too intensely. So the whole concept of, like, these big online communities... In general, just, like, on Reddit, like, being focused around games, talking about games, talking strategy was cool. So then to have that experience live and to, like, have a community kind of develop around you about the game you're playing, I don't know. It was just, like, such an exciting time. Like, I love my job still, but I would love to just be able to, like, bottle that juice of that original, like, kind of pop off of actually getting the first viewers going yeah it was was just so cool such a cool experience
1: oh man and now back when you started creating your content did you have any editing experience or anything like that or was it just you know slapping some stuff together
0: no not at all man like i was using like windows movie maker (laughs) i'm still not very good at editing like But it's more so – luckily, a lot of my content has been about, like, high-kill games or challenges. Yeah. So it's less, like, intensive editing and more so just, like, clipping some stuff together. Yeah. I still, like – I honestly want to just take more and more courses to, like, learn how to do it. Because I've watched some other people and just, like, what they can do with, you know, gameplay that's probably not even that inherently entertaining. And just make it into something that's, like, so funny to watch. Yeah. I'd love to be able to get to that level. But when I started out, I literally just – like my my technological experience was hitting the play button on the like <laughs> controller, like that was it.
1: And then how about how did like because back then you know, how did you you know, transfer your content or how are you capturing your content? Was it all just to the PlayStation? And it was. Then...
0: It was yeah. It was all through the PlayStation for the first two years, probably. Holy shit! Yeah, like I had no setup. Like. <laughs> And it's it's great because you can still do that. You know, yeah. if you have like an Xbox One, a Series X, or like the PS Five, yeah. you can still. I'm pretty sure it's still a share button. It's a great way to start because like you can. I mean, a lot of the a lot of people think streaming is amazing, yeah. and it's it takes a very specific personality to really enjoy it like long term. Yeah, because it's it can be a bit of a drain. Like not mm-hmm. everybody wants to stream and sit in their basement for like eight to ten hours at a time. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean. But if that's if that's your game and you like you like live for that and you love to do it and you love to entertain people, trying out the share button and just doing it before you spend like five grand on equipment is like a great way to just get started you know and right yeah I, I think people too like they they do like things to sound good and look good, yeah. but it's not everything like if mm-hmm. you've got a good personality, you can start from there and gradually acquire more stuff yeah
1: okay and now what were some of the first games you streamed was it battlefield 4 and then you know sort of everything that you see in your youtube list you is what you've you were streaming yeah i think i'm just trying to think it might it might have been battlefront
0: like the first one like the new ones that came out yeah like battlefront i don't remember the year i because i streamed on twitch a little bit first yeah and then I tried out YouTube streaming, and that got a little bit more viewers going. Yeah. And then I ended up going, obviously, way later, going back to Twitch as a partner. But, yeah. Um, it was probably the original Battlefront, and then probably Battlefield 4 is what yeah. I was streaming the most.
1: Okay. So now, you know, when you made that jump from YouTube back to Twitch, did you have a, a, a good following to, you know, a base before you jumped?
0: Yeah. So at the time, like, Fortnite was, it was I think it was 2018. The very end of 2018, I switched, and so Fortnite was almost like getting to near its peak of like excitement in about 2019, 2020. Yeah. Um, I had about 300,000 subs on YouTube at the time. Holy crap! So it was, it was a pretty risky jump because I was like, yeah. I was probably pulling like 500 to a thousand new subs a day while I was live over yeah. there. So it worked out because I was able to move the Twitch and then do video content as well on YouTube. Yeah, because with YouTube at the time, the way the algorithm then worked is if you uploaded a video and then streamed, your video would just bomb. Like none of it wouldn't get pushed anywhere oh, on YouTube okay. and it would push your stream instead or like vice versa. Yeah. Like it would promote one and not both. So it was kind of like a thing where it's like, okay, well, if I want to start doing more YouTube videos, I got to just stop streaming on this channel pretty right. much. So switching to Twitch made a lot of sense at the time. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh man. And now when you jumped to Twitch, how long before you, you know, got the, the partner?
0: Uh, they gave it to me right away. So Twitch oh, actually shoot. reached out and offered me like a nice deal, basically, like which was cool.
2: Yeah. Um
0: so I basically got partnered out of the gate. Now I when I first started streaming on Twitch, I probably was only pulling like two to three hundred viewers just because yeah. it's so hard to get people to like jump on mass platform to platform. Right. But uh I ended up like getting probably up to like seven hundred or eight hundred average viewers then yeah. after like a few months. So it was definitely Definitely worked out really oh, well. No
1: kidding. Yeah. Cause it seems like people are, they're, you know, like Lupo's on YouTube and he, that's where he stays. And it's get, mm-hmm. it's tough to get people to, you know, like you said, switch. And then, you know, cause every day people go to Twitch. I don't want to go to YouTube and watch this person live.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, like once people are kind of on the platform they're on, I feel like that's kind of where they stay. Like, yeah, TikTok is an amazing platform for getting exposure right now. Yeah, but like, convincing kids on TikTok to come and watch your stream somewhere else, yeah. is really hard to do. Like, growing your TikTok is great. You definitely right. should do it if you're in content. But getting any them anywhere else off of TikTok instead of just like trolling <laughs> yeah, scroll, all day yeah. is, is hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I've heard that a bunch from a lot of the other content creators that have been basically TikTok is just a, a, a channel to get people over to their their live stuff, essentially, or, you know, that's that's what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: no,
1: 100%. Oh, very cool. And now, you know, over the years, what's, you know, what has been your peak of, like, most memorable moments?
0: Most memorable moment on stream? Honestly, it's probably, like, a month after Fortnite came out. Yeah. Just, like, getting... Opening upstream, like starting it up, and just instantly being at like two thousand viewers yeah. when it was like nobody was streaming it, but there's a like a boatload of interest for it. Yeah, that was probably just the coolest moment. Um, uh I don't know. Aside from that, I like Fortnite put me in the game for like a tournament. Like I had like a in the compete tab, it was like Upshaw's tournament, and basically from that, the people who placed in it. Uh, we got to play in a charity tournament. Yeah, We won like $15,000 US for oh um, like the American Society for Suicide Prevention. Yeah. That was really cool because oh, okay. it was like a combo of like having an awesome result that would yeah. like help people and then also like being featured narcissistically, right? <laughs> being featured in Fortnite too.
1: Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, uh, now, how like, nothing can prepare you for that jump in live viewers going from, you know, double digits to, you know, your thousands. Like how do yeah. you, like you're just you can't even focus on chat at that point.
0: Yeah, you you kind of got to like yeah, you got to moderate your attention. It's it's and you got to play well in game. Yeah. Um it's it's weird though cuz I'm like I'm kind of like a shy person in like, yeah. when I meet people in person, especially like big groups, I'm mm-hmm. a little bit like it takes me a little bit of time to warm up. But I've never felt that with streaming. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like I've always kind of been able to dissociate like the 500 people watching the stream or 1000 people watching the stream yeah. at a time from like how I like, it doesn't feel like there's that many people watching in in a weird way. I don't know, but reading chat, it's definitely tough to like keep up and give attention to everybody.
1: Uh, Yeah. It's, it's funny. So I I totally, you know, I get where you're coming from about the, the, you know, in real life meeting people, you're kind of shy and quiet. Like when we, you know, here at the house, when we order some food, I, you know, I don't pick up the phone and order because I don't want to talk to people. And and so (laughs) my wife will do it and I'll go pick it up. And she's, she goes, you know, Barry, how do you have a podcast and you're talking to strangers every, and you can't pick up the phone and just, it's like, I don't know what it is, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird. I've, I'm the exact same way with phoning people. I like yeah. don't want to do it. I like, <laughs> I had to plot out exactly what I'm going to say, like how I'm going to respond. If they say something that's like not in my mental <laughs> script, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, no exact same way.
1: Oh man. So now when you jump from for, uh, YouTube back to Twitch, like, did you know, did your mods come over, or did YouTube? You know, how did that? You know, that roll.
0: Yeah, so I've remodded a lot of people. It was yeah. tricky because people had entirely different names on YouTube. A lot of them did. Yeah. Um. I have like one mod who's living like really loyal uh, mops who's been with me for like super long time. Um, he was he basically watches like every single one of my morning streams. so he was like there right out of the gate yeah and kind of like helping get it going and then recommending maybe this person could be a good mod as well yeah. they've been hanging out as well just so able to build it up from there but that's that is it was tricky i yeah. mean it was tricky out of the gate to figure uh, that out for sure
1: oh man and now you know what have what are some of the toughest things about doing this job you know if, if, yes you're playing video games there's so much more than just video games but it's it's not easy
0: yeah, it's probably just like the back end stress of like the financial side yeah. of things, like figuring things out. Because I mean, things have been great for me for these last five years. I've, you know, I haven't really had any like direct stress. But even when things are good, managing like your taxes, like mm-hmm. making sure you're filling things out correctly, reading through contracts and making sure you're not getting screwed. Like yeah. you got to do that while also trying to put like eight or ten hours into your content every day. It's right. it's tough. I mean. I'd love to get to a point where I got hire some people to like take some of that back end load off. Yeah. You know? But that's probably the most stressful yeah. thing is just like you're running so many different jobs. You're you're like managing your contracts. You're managing your, your accounting like. Yeah. Aside from you being an editor like the and the talent at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And then also managing your socials, you know, you can manage yeah. everything on all the different platforms and, and, you know, strategy and, and you know, you're flying by your seat of your pants because nobody's done this stuff before, essentially.
0: No, exactly. I mean, like you and it's crazy, really, the amount of reach. Like, I remember, like, you know, probably NTV News like yes. back home in Newfoundland. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw on NTV News, it was like they reached like four million people a, a month. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Like that particular month I saw that, I had like 12 million views on my YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, I got double, like triple the views of (laughs) the news company, like back home in my whole province. Like, this is
2: nuts. It is crazy. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And it's just
0: me, like sitting in my, like I was at the time, I was in like an apartment that was like 400 square feet, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh, man. That is crazy. And now, you know, if somebody was, you know, either making videos for the first time or hitting the go live button, what what kind of advice would you have for somebody? Because, you know, you've got a lot of years doing this, you know, what would you suggest?
0: What would I suggest? Uh, I don't know. I guess just kind of try to be yourself, but also try to be like, a, I, I always just try to aim for like, what kind of stream would I watch? Yeah. I'll like, I'll try to accomplish that today, Yeah. you know, because it's like, you ultimately got to just focus on thinking about content that's like going to get people interested and content that people are going to enjoy because i do see some people like they boot up a stream they kind of just sit there and they just expect people to like show up and and watch and yeah. not understand why that's not happening like i remember watching tim the Tatman way back in the day back when he was like only averaging a couple hundred viewers yeah and he said no matter how the viewership is that day i try to stream like there's a hundred people there and just you- out of the gate talk like I'm talking to a hundred people and just like commentate it. Because if you sit there and you're just oh there's not even oh there's one viewer. I'm not right. You know, like and it's me on three different laptops. Like (laughs) what what am I who am I talking to? But you kind of got to talk to it because people will, you know, float through Twitch and go like sort from like low viewers to high and they'll pop into a stream. And if somebody's putting on a show, they'll probably stick around for that versus the person who's just like mellowed out in their chair you know
1: right yeah so many people have been on said you know said similar things like you know they hide the number because they don't want to know how many yeah. just because mentally oh, if there's one person like you said i'm just gonna sit back why I put the effort in
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah that's probably like number one yeah like is just try to always stream like you know there's a boatload of people watching you whether or not the numbers are high or low that yeah. day and i don't know just try to you know think i just try to think of a stream that i would enjoy and obviously you don't want to copy somebody right. but like you want to be like Okay, I'm gonna try to get that energy level up. I'm gonna try to, you know, be as funny as I could possibly be, or be as skilled as I could possibly be, or informative, or how whatever your brand or whatever, however you want to push your content. Like, but just try to, you know, do that as good as you can while you're on stream. Yeah, which is tough, you know, because you got to grind stream for like six to ten hours. A lot of people do, you know. Yeah. So being at that level is. Probably the hardest part, I would say.
1: Yeah, because you got to be on. Nobody wants to watch somebody who's not enjoying themselves or not talking, like you said. Because from a discoverability factor, you're ten pages deep to get those people who have like one to five viewers.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's funny. Like a lot of like when I go back to I said like personalities on stream like not everybody has the personality for it yeah but like i met nick a30 in real life yeah uh, at a, like a paintball event we did and the personality he has on stream is who he is so yeah. it's, it's sort of like you know if you are that person if you're really like gregarious and like happy and yeah. open it, you know like it's going to be way easier for you to be a streamer you know like because not everybody's that person which is right. totally fine yeah we're all different people you know
1: yeah yeah, like, it, you know, there's, you have your, you know, head crackers, you have the people who are storyteller streamers, you have mm. the people, that, like the bartenders, the local bartender who's, you know, you're coming in and it's just a conversation through everybody in your community. It's, there's many ways you can succeed, I think, on, on, you know, when you go live.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, and you know, you can do live streaming, you can also do video content, like it doesn't have to be like a cookie cutter thing, because right. I've I've actually gotten in now to like two schools. To do like career day? Oh no way! <laughs> and talk about it. And I mean, like, I obviously am like, yeah, gaming is awesome if you're yeah. really good, absolutely. Or if you want to make a certain type of gaming video, absolutely, you should do it. But it's also like you can be interested in anything. You could be really good at violin yeah. and create your own like how to play this song, yeah. like you know, or like do demos of like different things. I don't know with violin. I don't really know. Yeah. But you can do anything, and you know, like YouTube and Twitch you know like there's lots of there's lots of people who are very interested in very specific things and if nobody else is making that specific thing and you yeah. are that can be huge for you.
1: Absolutely. And then you know there's a lot of careers around even if you're not streaming you could be casting you could be like social media marketing there's so many other things that you know that you know comes with this this new sort of uh you know field. Yeah, it's really
0: exciting honestly like it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I obviously whenever I go to like family gatherings there's like a bunch of people so like what are you gonna do if nobody watches or play video games anymore like what do you think is gonna happen yeah it's like well i, I don't know but like it's gone pretty good so far and this you know the internet has so many opportunities mm-hmm. in it. you know like yeah. it's like it would be dumb it would be very dumb for me to not continue trying to play fortnite and oh, absolutely. stream right now you know
1: yeah it's it's what you do and you've got a following you got a community and and you know and speaking of community how would you describe the the upshall community
0: uh boomer-ish, yeah. I think. Like I definitely have the older side similar to swearing who you had on. Yeah. I have like a older side of Fortnite, I feel like. Like yeah. I did a survey and the average age in my community was 28. Oh shit. I was like blown away by that. I was like, <laughs> that's wild. And it's so many people like said have said to me, like, I was looking for a Fortnite stream for my kid to watch <laughs> that was like safe for them. Yeah. Unfortunately, yours wasn't, yeah. but you're too much of a weirdo, but I'm sticking around, like, I'm enjoying it, yeah. So, it's it's funny,
2: it
1: is, it's it's great because, like, like you know, I've you know, I've I'm ignorant, I've never played much of Fortnite, but because of some people I've had on the pod, like Monster D Face and Nikki Brave Edits, and and swearing. It's opened the community. Like my eyes, my opinion of the game has changed so much, and the community is fantastic. People, like you know, I'll go like I, like I said, I don't play Fortnite, but you know, in mornings I'm starting up. I'm going to check out Corey, and it's just the get you going, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got a great show for, in the morning, man. Yeah, really good. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Sorry, I have. We're on that. I'm on that Newfoundland uh the U.S. delay right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just it's it's interesting, like how you know. The Fortnite community, I feel like, is way bigger and, like, broader than I think it seems on the surface. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's not just a bunch of, you know, 13- and 14-year-old people playing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there are a lot of those. There's a lot of cracked-out, like, 15- (laughs) and 16-year-olds who are nuts at the game. But there's a lot more of that, too. And, I mean, I think a lot of the streaming community... Definitely tends to be a bit older too than like the demographic, even yes. the game they play.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And now you, you brought up a funny story about your family thing. You know, you just, how long have you been playing this video game stuff for? <laughs> like, you know, are you like, when you go out, are you, do people know who you are at this point? Or are you sort of like, it's not that big, you know, back home?
0: Yeah, it's, I don't think it's that big in Newfoundland. Yeah. But I do occasionally get recognized, which I always find goofy. Like, I don't know how to act. Yeah. But funny enough, uh, about, I've probably been recognized, like, maybe, like, six or seven times, like, in Newfoundland, yeah. just by people who don't know me, and at least, like, five of those have been at Canadian Tires. <laughs> For whatever reason, whenever I go to a Canadian Tire, like, there's kids – I got swarmed by a bunch of kids at one time. Like, oh, my God, It's really? bizarre, yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> – so, Canadian Tire, if you want to collaborate, you know, like, Here I got a go. lot of crossover there, but – yeah. Um, yeah, it's very weird. I don't know what it is, but shout out Canadian Tire. There we I'm go. I'm always recognized there.
1: We'll get, you, we'll get you sponsored, you know, those European <laughs> hockey jerseys. you just get a bunch of, you know, advertisements on it. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. So, like, some people who I've had on, did they talk about, you know, when they look back over it, they said, oh, I wish I had to hire an editor earlier because that would have freed up mm. so much more time. If you look back over your, your, your years you've been creating content and streaming, what would you have done a little different?
0: I would probably I don't even know if I would hire an editor so much as I would hire a, like a thumbnail person. Yeah. Like a thumbnails, I feel like for YouTube are so much of it. Yeah. Um cuz like editing, especially back in like original Fortnite, you didn't even have to like make necessarily like highly edited content. People just wanted gameplay. Yeah. So the first like 3 years, like if you uploaded a 20 kill game, boom, like 100,000 views. Like yeah. You could just bang, 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 bang. Like an editor is probably way more important now. Yeah. Um, but thumbnails are humongous. Like YouTube is all about like if people see your video and if they click on it, that's going to get it to continue to get promoted. Yeah. So I'd probably invest in that more. Like I do a bit of my thumbnail game myself. Yeah. And I'd probably also just go back and try to learn. I would probably try to like learn how to edit sooner. Yeah, if that makes sense. Okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean?
1: Definitely. Yeah, it's funny because I had somebody on, uh, who, you know, I, because again, I'm, you know, jumping into this and it's like, you keep hearing, oh, thumbnails are so important. It's like, why are thumbnails so important? He says, well, he's Barry. A lot of the people who are, you know, on this are younger than you and they don't want to read. They're just looking at the picture. And if it's a snappy picture, that's what's driving it.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it's all about, I mean, if I upload a bad, like, thumbnail like if yeah. I'm a bit lazy that day or if I just don't have anything to go and I just upload a default yeah I might have like a five percent click-through rate which just means like people look on YouTube there's a, like 20 videos and mine and mine only gets clicked on like one out of 20 times yeah but if I then like I can literally have that video up for two days and then upload a better thumbnail on that video and immediately like I've had videos go from like 5,000 views to like half a million because I changed the thumbnail yeah it's
1: oh that's interesting I I thought once it's in the system if you make changes that you've missed that window so you've seen where you've like you said just change a thumbnail and it just took yeah it
0: pops yeah and I mean some of my videos still get lots of views that I uploaded like Tremendously long times ago. I actually have a stream that I don't know what it is about the thumbnail, but people still click on it from like four years ago. <laughs> I guess when they're just like looking for old Fortnite, if they search maybe like old Fortnite streams, yeah. that one probably gets recommended, I'm guessing. Cause it's like, it's gotten about a million views, like a six hour stream. From four years ago, has gotten like a million views in the last oh, year. Crap. That's crazy. It's, which just doesn't make doesn't make any sense. Like nope. I don't get a million views any a month on YouTube right now with <laughs> Fortnite. So it's like, why is that just randomly getting selected? It's, yeah. it's bizarre. Oh
1: man. So yeah, you know, when you're creating your new content, are you putting still the same amount of focus on on YouTube content, or are you switching it up, mixing it in with like TikToks and YouTube Shorts?
0: Uh, I've recently tried to get into short content. I didn't really get into it for like a long time, just because yeah. I didn't really. I don't really get it. I yeah. don't know. I feel – I kind of over the last year, year and a half, I've been focused a lot more just on streaming in general. Yeah. Because I feel like the casual consumption of Fortnite has decreased. Mm-hmm. But the hardcore like live streaming side has yeah. like strayed, stayed really strong. So I kind of tried to like be there for that. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to get into the TikTok and like YouTube short side of things because that seems to be where all those platforms are headed anyway. Yeah. Um, But – I don't know. I got to get better at that. That's one thing I've got to get better at doing is uploading those regularly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like people's attention spans have just gotten to the point where long form content, nah, I just want to watch that 30 seconds swipe up and that's it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like, you know, like there's a lot of people who love streams, but I feel like it's just like kids just love to consume that, like swipe, 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 swipe. I mean, I, I like TikTok. I, you know, I spend way too much time on it. I'll, Usually delete it off my phone for like a few weeks until <laughs> yeah. I want to upload to it, and then I'll download it, upload to it, delete it again because I waste <laughs> so much time on it.
1: Yeah, TikTok is so funny. Like initially, I was like, I don't get it. I really, I and, and looking through, it's like there's this weird crap that maybe because I'm old and I don't. But hmm. more content's going on there, and it's more you know, it's more consumable for you know people my age or my interests.
0: It's getting better. The content on – like the short content is getting way higher quality. Yeah. People are like editing stuff down. And then because there's so many people on it uploading now, your algorithm can get so particularly like, tailored for you. Yeah. So you, you can see exactly what you want to see at all times pretty much on TikTok. Like, yeah. I open mine. It's like occasional gaming video, a lot of like mountain biking, a yeah. lot of like skiing and like the Swiss Alp videos. Yeah. Like stuff that like it. – I've never told – it, that I like that. Yeah, it just knows that that's what I'm like really into. Out like no
1: way! Now yeah. hang on. See, so do you do you ski?
0: Yeah, I uh I'm a, like I'm a bit crunchy for somebody who plays video games. Like <laughs> I've been to Whistler a couple times. Last month I went to uh the Purcell Mountain Lodge, which is like a backcountry lodge. We had to oh, hike nice. up like 13 kilometers up. I think it was like 7,000 feet up in the mountains. It was like looking onto Glacier National Park. It's wow. just like unreal stuff so like nice. i don't know how many Fortnite creators are into that per, te- per se but well
1: yeah. you just you just threw me off because like you know i know we have corner brook back home i was like you yeah. know but glad to see you got off the island because there is yeah there's like i'm, I'm <laughs> down here in new england so we got some nowhere near what we got out west but we have new you know we have vermont and uh new hampshire with some you know it's it's rocky but it's good skiing
0: yeah yeah i mean marble is nice it's just this snow doesn't last you know right. the season is so short yeah um but yeah i mean i've been to Whistler there a couple of times tromblant is also really nice yep. i mean that's on the east coast but yeah there's nothing like the big mountains on the west coast oh, though. it's man. just like a totally different experience over there
1: now have you gone mountain biking out there as well
0: i haven't i really want to now yeah. newfoundland is getting a lot better for that like oh, is i it? think just during covid like it- yeah built up a lot like people got really into it you see like loads of kids now riding around like six thousand dollar bikes oh, wow. like i just happened to find a trail like like literally two minutes in at the end of my street yeah that has like berms built oh, and wow like, like big drops built out i didn't even know it existed it's just like yeah. people are so into it they're just throwing trails up everywhere and i mean there's so much land that there's nothing on here right, that you can yeah. do that like oh, obviously cool. we don't have big mountains to, to yeah. run down but like cross-country mountain biking has really, like, popped off here, I think, oh, that's recently.
1: excellent. Cool. All right. We'll get a little sidetracked there. Sorry about yeah. that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now, you know, when it's... Um, so now, from a Fortnite standpoint, you know, if we look at the game, it's been around for so long. What do you think Epic has done to keep it, you know, fresh and just keep it at a peak?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it got updated very frequently, still gets updated very frequently. I actually just heard that the next season is going to be like a brand new chapter and they're going to drop a brand new map. Like, oh, wow. And that's in December. So, I mean, that's not 100% confirmed, yeah. but it's like confirmed by leakers who've always been right. Yeah. So it basically is confirmed. Um, but I, I mean, I guess it's just like update frequency. I don't know a single game that updates like Fortnite updates. Like yeah. that's just honestly the way it is. Uh, they just, they're constantly coming up with new stuff to recreate the game. I mean, build, the no build mode is like, pretty new in itself as well like yeah. that was that brought a lot of people back in like i had people who i played with fortnite at like the very start like yeah real life friends who like dropped the game for three years and then came back to play it when no build dropped
1: yeah like we saw like uh, yeah I, you know we talked a little bit earlier i started this whole podcast because it came from the escape from tarkov community and you know we go through wipes and when the wipe is you know when we're close to a wipe, people are trying different games, and then Fortnite dropped the no builds. We had like a mass exodus of people that just went over. We had Lupo. We had a whole bunch of people come back to Fortnite, and you know because the skill level, if you're pl- you know, no builds, you don't have to. It's you're not worried about building, and it's just it's a whole different game.
0: Yeah, well, I I think there's a bit of an issue with Fortnite with building, in that building almost got too good for itself. Yeah. Because right now there's an issue where if you're really low ping, you can box yourself in, build a roof over your head, have your four walls. And uh, if you have like 20 ping lower than me, which everybody does because I live in Newfoundland, I can't get to you. If you just hold down your wall when I'm shooting at it, you can just infinitely hold that. So what will happen in build mode is everybody so good that they can build fairly competently now. Yeah. So I'll be fighting somebody. I'll get them lit. You know, I'll get them down to one HP. Yeah. And so they'll just build that structure around themselves, box themselves in, and sit in it, and hold their walls. And so I just had... I'm like, okay, like, yeah, this fight is now stagnant because right. you're just sitting in there, and I'm out here. So... I feel like, unfortunately, everybody's so good at build mode now that that just kind of defaults, and then it becomes whoever lives closest to Virginia, where the servers are, wins the fight, Uh, you know? Yeah. Gotcha.
2: And And I
0: think no bills got rid of that, really. Yeah. You know, like, I play on Middle East servers for, like, some of the tournaments, and it works fine, you know? Oh,
1: good. Now, what is your preferred mode of play these days? Do you, like, no bills is where you, you like to go?
0: Yeah, I mean, I like no builds, I, but it's funny, like, again, for the exact same reason I just mentioned, I think if I lived in, like, Virginia, yeah, I would prefer build mode because <laughs> I would be that kid who, as soon as he's close <laughs> to death, can just hide and right. then kill the other player, you yeah.
1: know? Oh, man. And now, you know, what are some of the things that you would like to see added to the game? Is there anything that sticks out? It's like, oh, you know, I'd really like to, you know, see this gun or something along those lines. They will never add this
0: but proximity chat. Oh yeah. I would love that. They will never do it, but it would be like content palooza. Like it would be so good. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. We, uh, so Tarkov added proxy. They added in game voice at Christmas time. And there was a number of us that thought this is going to be toxic because you think of PUBG and everything like that. Yeah. But it was the best thing they added because now all of a sudden you have people coming in there. Like I got friends from Connecticut. They, they void people. They got a Texas draw where I don't know where they, and it's just so much more fun, you know, because you're, you're talking shit to whoever you're, you know, aiming down a hallway with or whatnot. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. Like, I don't know. I played PUBG, and that was like one of the best content things of it, like in that game is just like, the goofy stuff you can like almost like create like role play yeah. like you can do anything you want really it makes it so much more of a social experience yeah especially when you like are streaming yourself playing solo all day like right. i do an eight hour stream of solo fortnite gameplay you know you talk to your chat as much as possible right but ultimately you get to a point where you're like like this is just i'm just shooting guys i'm better than most of the people right i win most of the games it's kind of like like I don't want to say monotonous because you're trying to keep it interesting. Yeah. But it does get a bit monotonous, you know? Yeah. It's better when I like hop on with swearing and we play some duos that we can kind of like rattle off Banter, each other. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. proximity chat would just be, oh my gosh, it would that, be so nice.
2: That
1: would be, yeah, that would be cool. Absolutely. Now, what's something in the game that you'd like them to remove? We talked about that, you know, low ping thing, but is there something, you know, some meta that is like, ah, oh, just kills, kills some games. Uh you know I it's funny
0: I think Fortnite is in one of the best balanced weapon set item sets that they've ever had like yeah. I think they have it so close to perfection right now like and I, every other season I could say like five things uh <laughs> right now I don't know I actually don't know what I would remove Man I I might not have an answer I wow. think like they genuinely have Maybe like add back the guided missile launcher because you used to be able to like rocket, like drop, shoot a missile, grab yeah. yourself, and ride around. But that's not remove anything. I honestly right. think like the game is really just well done right now. Like, which is so funny. Like, because like last season it would be like this <laughs> thing, this thing, this thing. Yeah. Like,
2: oh, man. but no,
0: no, I don't know. I think ah. like weapon balance, item set, it's money right now. Yeah.
1: Now, something I've seen, I don't know if it was on your Twitter page or your Twitch page, you have your controller sensitivity settings. I've never seen somebody put those up there before. So have you done a lot of tweaking with your your scuff controller?
0: Yeah, so, like, settings on Fortnite are very particular because there's so many different ones. Yeah. Because you have your building and your controller and you have, like your aiming sensitivity and they added a bunch of boost settings so you can like boost different things. There's different types of curves you can use. So like you'll have like a linear curve, which is, you know, a linear curve. So you deflect your stick a certain amount. It goes that exact amount. It's sort of like mouse aiming Yeah. or expo, which ramps. So you can kind of like tease things, but it's a little like less predictable. So there's so much to that. That's one of the, like, trends that I wrote a lot, especially early in Fortnite, was, like, settings videos because there's so many options with how you set up your builds. Yeah. So that was, like, a huge, like, I'll say, like, view and revenue source for me was just, like, making guides on that. And yeah. it's still, to this day, like, I get probably asked for my settings, like, 50 times oh, in the stream. Oh, Holy crap. Which is pretty – I mean, it's always good to have something that you can, like, ride a trend on oh, on the yeah. internet. Oh, yeah. Totally.
1: Know? Now, what's your controller of choice these days?
0: Uh, I am currently rocking a Llama Scuff uh, DualShock 4. <laughs> so I actually had the paddles off. Oh, uh,
1: okay. The yeah.
0: So it's, it's a Scuff paddle controller, but I still play like claw grip like this. Yeah. Um, but the Scuff gives you basically like better uh, sticks on it. They're like a little bit longer, a little bit stickier. And the real like real extra juice is that the, uh, the, locking. the buttons are like mouse clicks. I don't mm. know if you can hear it. Yeah, okay. Kind of, but um, it's like instant inputs. So you don't have to press it to get the response. Yeah. So with Fortnite, it's just like, you want to be just like constantly, you know, like right. any game, really, you want to be responding as fast as possible. Yeah. So that boosts it a little bit. So that's why I go with Scuff. Like, ah. it's just a better, better yeah. setup for the game, I think.
1: Yeah, I picked up one of those controllers a while ago for, uh, for my, play, my, my PlayStation. And yeah, being able to lock the, you know, the trigger... Like to yeah. like you said, just a click instead of squeezing it all the way is huge. And yeah, it's it's a it's a solid controller, and yeah, I, I totally love it.
0: Yeah, well, they they have that option. These are actually like actual mouse clicks. Oh no way! Like they so like right now like this the oh, stick yeah, or like the the trigger. Like I can only click it like oh, that no far. Way. That's cool. So that's that's on now. It's yeah. activated even though it hasn't moved. So like you can. Oh like,
1: yeah! I mean, There's... it's just
0: like a keyboard click, right, you know? Yeah. Like it's just firing right away.
1: Oh, that's really slick. Oh, cool. So now, are you you playing anything off a stream? Any other video games?
0: A little bit of Mario Golf. Yeah. A little bit of Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just trying to think. I'm looking forward to Warzone 2. Yes. I think I'm going to play that a bunch. Um, But I haven't really... Like, I'll pick things up for, like, a couple weeks, but I usually just, like, go back to Fortnite. I mean, when you're sitting in the chair for 8 or 10 hours, you kind of don't want to sit anymore, like... At least you shouldn't like. i be like, okay, I gotta go for a walk, like, go for a bike ride, do something to get off my duff and like do something a bit here.
1: Oh, absolutely. And now you know with your community, like, you notice a, you know, is your community a little bit more jacked on a Friday versus a Sunday or Monday? Is there like certain days of the week or times of the year where it's like, oh shit's gonna get wild today?
0: It's honestly like early morning. Yeah. I feel like it's before everybody gets to work or they're like on the way to work and they're watching the stream and like the bus or something like that's when my community is always like pumping the highest people like drop like mad subs and then like around like lunchtime it's like everybody's kind of back to work and it's a lot more chill. Yeah. But I would say like Monday mornings particularly because nobody wants everybody's back at work and nobody wants to be there. Yeah. is when I get the highest viewership and like the most active (laughs) chat. It's like kind of goofy like Monday morning is the most popping for me.
2: Now.
1: Okay, so your Monday mornings or even lunchtime, because you're Newfoundland. We have our own time zone, an hour and a half yeah. ahead of East. Coast. Like where where is your community or where are your viewers coming from? Have you ever looked at those analytics?
0: Yeah, so it's it's mostly American. Yeah. 55% American, 10% US. Yeah. And then the rest is split behind between, between like Europe. I think I might have like ten percent Australian viewership as well. Yeah. We get like especially when I'm live really early. Yeah. We get a lot of Australians checking in at like you know ten PM their yeah. time. Um, but it's I mean it's mostly North American, probably like thirty percent yeah like EU.
1: Okay. That's cool. Now f- when you know, i I also noticed that you're a part of complexity. What is complexity?
0: So Complexity is an organization. Uh they're like a long standing org. They were like really big. I mean, they're still really big for Counter Strike. Um they were like started in like the really early two thousands. Um they're a pretty awesome group. Um, I'm really lucky that I kind of like joined with them. They're based out of Dallas, Texas. Oh, okay. And so they're actually kind of like a, like they're, the invest, investment firm that kind of like owns Complexity is also involved with the Cowboys. Like, oh uh, no way. So like Jerry Jones is a partial owner of Complexity, like oh, my wow. team, and so yeah. that's how we have like the Dallas Star basically ah, okay. is our symbol. Yeah. Is. 'Cause like are we and we literally are on like the Dallas Stars like campus. Yeah. So I think it's like the Ford Stadium is right across the street from like the the Esports Center that's there.
1: That's fantastic. Pretty cool.
0: I mean, I've been down there now a couple of times. It's always a good time to go down to Texas. Like especially when I go down in the winter and it's freezing Mm -hmm. here and then I go down and it's like it's like 18 degrees Celsius, and everybody's like, I'm so cool. <laughs>
2: yeah, I
1: know.
0: <laughs> and I'm walking around in like booty shorts, like yeah. <laughs> being too hot. You know, it's it's nice.
1: Now, how did you get hooked up with them?
0: Uh, so one of my good buddies uh, was playing like for them, like a content creator for them, yeah. uh, Ducky the Gamer. He's like a mobile guy. Okay. Um, and they were basically just looking to expand their team at the time for Fortnite. And I had just left, uh, like, Obey, which was, like, my previous org, because they, yeah. they had gotten bought out. And so I was just kind of chilling, like, and then, you know, they reached out. They gave me a good offer to do some work for them. Yeah. I, like, help them, like, create some content for their, their YouTube channels. And in response, they, like, I'm sponsored, you know, basically by the team's orgs. Yeah. They pay me a salary, which oh, is
2: awesome.
0: very nice when you're, you know, your income can go, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. All over the place, absolutely. So, a little bit of a steady paycheck is awesome.
1: Oh, that's cool. And now, any other sponsors you have that you want to give a shout out to or anything like that?
0: Well, I'm sponsored by Scuff. Oh, ah, okay. Um, so, you can get 10% off of Scuff controllers. I got reached out to by like pretty much every pro controller company, yeah, which is awesome. Holy crap. Um, but I tried a bunch of different ones, and Scuff is easily the best one, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, especially this one. I, I haven't used all their new controllers, but. If you do play on PC, I would definitely recommend the DualShock 4. Now, one thing I will say PS5 blocked all old controllers. Oh. So if you play on PS5, you have to buy the new PS5 scuff. So I was really annoyed by that. I bought yeah. a PS5 and I, the controller feels like a brick. I don't know if you felt it, mm-hmm. but it's like yep. it's massive. It's literally got like like razors on the bottom of it like the bottom instead of being rounded yeah it's like a flat like slice and it just digs into your palms and i don't know I my hands fatigue with that controller faster than any other controller so i'm a little bit annoyed on that honestly yeah like i would have probably been playing more ps5 if that wasn't a thing it's like
1: the old school nintendo controllers that were square and you know right angles and just dig into your hands if you remember those things
0: Yeah, it's like it was looks like something that was designed to be futuristic with absolutely zero thought about somebody actually holding it. Yeah. You know?
1: Oh, absolutely. So now the Fortnite community, how would you describe the Fortnite community? You know, your experience with with them.
0: Um, I I feel like it's getting tighter like nowadays. Like I feel like everybody, especially with skill-based matchmaking, everybody kind of fights each other too. Especially like the morning streamers. Um, I feel like it's a really positive place. I feel like it used to be, back when it was like a mainstream fad, Yeah, it could be a bit more toxic, but I feel like now that the community's kind of like uh, like steadied out a little bit, yeah. I feel like it's a really like, I don't know, it's just like an overall positive spot to be. I feel like the community's, I don't know, it's great, it's really yeah. supportive. There's a lot of like, you know, good like mid-level streamers who get like... Might not have the most viewers, but like the community just kind of backs them a yeah. lot. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's it seems really cool, and it's like you know I, I that's I how I found you was we were playing with uh, Corey or Swearing, and so yeah. how did you guys end up hooking up and and you know connecting?
0: Well, so Maddie is good friends with uh, Swearing, who's also Maddie's one of my complexity teammates. Oh, okay. And so I played with them one day, and then like me and Swearing, you know, yeah, we hit it off. <laughs> so we started playing more together, you know, yeah. And, We've been running like the, there's like weekly duo tournaments now. And like for two like 30 year old Fortnite the boomers, players,
1: boomers, yeah, kicking ass. You, b-
0: boomers in the Fortnite community, we've been getting like top 10 in these like duo cups. Yeah. So it's been pretty awesome. Like Swearin's got really good comms. I just got like controller beams and yeah. we just coordinate, man. It's a wow, good time.
1: That's excellent. And now over the years, have you been out to any Twitch cons or anything like that?
0: Uh, I've, the only time I've really gone to the States is for like the trips down to meet like complexity people oh, okay. and film a bunch of content. I've never been to TwitchCon. I really wanted to go this year. Yeah. I like had tentative plans and I looked at the flights and it was 17 hours. Oh my God. Yep. It's just like, it, it should be better than that. It usually is. But right now it's just like a crazy time to be flying from Newfoundland. In Canada. Yeah. Well, from yeah. Newfoundland
1: it's awful to try to get there and get, you know, it's, it sucks. Yeah.
0: And it's like 17 hours each way. I'm like, man, if I like, for one, I have a bad back. Yeah. If I got to sit on a plane for 17 hours, I'm going to pass away. Like, yeah. it's not going to work. So, like, I'm going to get there and I'm be like walking around like
1: this, <laughs> like the whole time. You know? Well, let, let's not even forget, though, that's not a direct flight. So you're rolling the dice with connections, too.
0: Oh yeah, it's like four flights yeah. to get there, like right now, which is just like doesn't even make sense. No, not which at is all. weird because like during COVID, it would only take me about nine hours to get to Dallas. Yeah. which is like it's a long time, but it's not a long time really. Right. It was two flights, it's pretty direct. But like I looked at getting to Dallas, uh, for like the Tim. Um,
1: oh, the Tapman, his his thing. Tapman tailgate. On? Yeah, it was
0: twenty-four hours. It was like eight-hour layover. Oh my God. Yeah, it's yeah, it's brutal. It's gotten really bad flying out of Newfoundland. I'm not sure. Yeah. I just just, just not know enough flights, but yeah, no, stuff.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's it's we're, we're you know it's it's just bad, and you never hear mm. anybody having a good experience on a flight trying to get home.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The. The only good flight I have had in the last like year was flying to that wedding that was up in uh, the mountains. Yeah, but it's because WestJet had a straight flight to Calgary. Yeah, and it's because so many people fly to Calgary for work, like right. working in oil. So yeah. it's just. That was my one shot and it was, you know, it was totally fine, but if I can straight shoot it, it's yeah. good. Otherwise, it's it's oh, garbage man. pretty much.
1: Yeah, it's funny like when I when I finished high school years and years ago, everybody nobody was staying around Newfoundland. Everybody's was packing up, moving to the mainland or moving out west. Is it gotten any better? It's like if you look at if you think about everybody you went to high school with, are the majority of them still there or have they all picked up and moved?
0: There's still a lot of people from my high school, but a lot of my friends like, I don't know how to put this kindly other than nerds Yeah, have all left. Like, <laughs> like myself, you yeah. know, like I got a buddy who's like a composer now, a guy who's like an artist and like also does like works for like a company, like, you know, like nerd types yeah. have all left unless you have a job like mine, like where you can do it all online. Yeah. Um. You know, and a lot of people even still who like I am also friends with. Who do well, they all work in oil, so they like yeah. are offshore for most of the time, yeah. or they're flying up to Alberta and they work and for two weeks and fly back for a week. Yeah, which is you know, it's just you know, cool, but it's not the same as having people here all the time, it is not. But
1: not being you know, that's home, your family, your you know, it's just it's different.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely blessed that I can be here, yeah, you know, and make a good living, yeah, and live five minutes down the road from my parents, you know, uh, and like.
1: Yeah, it's good that is good now if you didn't have this as your career would you still be on the rock or and where would you be and what would you think you'd be doing
0: uh if i was not doing this i would probably be working in healthcare. yeah i'm I'm guessing i did like i finished my degree i got like a neuroscience and a bio degree yeah i thought i would write like the ncat and probably apply to do like fast tracks like nursing or like yeah. some other like medical like graduate program maybe like audiologist or something like that yeah. um but you know i was like okay i'll try streaming first and it worked yeah but that was kind of <laughs> like my second plan you know yeah. and maybe eventually down the line i might do that or i might like teach yeah you know like because i could do like there's lots of options i like, could get done fairly quickly yeah but um yeah i don't know i'd, I'd probably try to stay in newfoundland yeah. if i could nice. you know I mean the one good thing about well there's lots of good things about being in Newfoundland, but one huge thing is that the cost of living, aside from food, is way cheaper than it is the rest of Canada. Yeah. Like it's way more affordable to buy a house here. Nice, so if you yeah. can manage to get a good paying job, yeah, you can live for fairly like cheap.
1: Nice. And now, you know, looking back, was there a certain moment or a certain event that happened that made you think yeah i got this i can just focus on streaming or was it just gradual increase in subs it's like you felt comfortable you took the leap and that's how it went
0: yeah it was basically i was working at canada post and i worked a few full-time weeks and so i knew what that looked like and i to be fair i had like an entry-level job at canada post and so then i was doing streaming and i managed to make more for about a month than i was making at canada post and i was like okay If I can do this for this amount of hours and make this much money, like, let's just try to double the hours, quit Canada Post, and go for it. Yeah. And it didn't really work, like, initially. (laughs) Like, it didn't really ramp up right away. Yeah. Luckily, I was living with my parents. I was, like, renting, like, literally, like, a shoebox in their basement. Yeah. For a while. Like, so I, uh, I was able to, like, survive. Yeah. But, you know.
1: Awesome, I mean, man. I guess,
0: which is like a privileged thing to be able to get like really, really cheap rent. You know, I was giving them like 400 bucks a month yeah. to like live in a, ba- live in the basement. But, you know, like not everybody can do that. No, but
1: yeah. But, you know, that's, that's something that I, that is a, a common thread amongst the people I've had on who've been successful is the support mechanism they've had around them, whether it's a spouse or whether it's the, the family, you know, they've, they've had good support structure to sort of be there just in case. And it gave them that, that nudge and, and that just that time frame where it could take off and work for them.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really amazing what having good support does for you. Like I've had, you know, people in the past who have not supported it at yeah. all. Like, and you know, said that this is a dumb idea. Yeah. This would never happen for you. And then uh, like other people who just like made it happen, you know, like yeah. my, my current partner, like my fiance, she's been great. Yeah. I mean, She's been, like, really supportive the whole time. She's like, this is awesome. Like, it's cool to see you so excited about this. And yeah. I had, like, zero viewers whatsoever. And now, like, I've been able to, like, put her through school. Like, she's about to finish, like, uh, x-ray technology. Yeah. Like, So she's going to be doing imaging in a hospital now, which is awesome because we're yeah. going to be double income, no kids, Woo-hoo! two dinks <laughs> um, for a while, you know. So it's, it's cool to be able to do that for her because she supported me so much yeah. you know, when I was starting out.
1: And now, this is actually a good question I have is, you know, because you're in Canada, the whole socialized health care, do you have, is that a bit more of a comfort factor than the people down in the States down here who, you know, when you're a content creator, you don't have vacation, you don't have sick mm. time, you don't have health care. Those are all heavy things that people got to try to build into, you know, when they try this, this path.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting for sure. I mean, I'm definitely, I don't think about it. so. Yeah. That'll tell you, really. You know, like I don't have to think about it. The only thing is, if I got to get my teeth cleaned, I pay for that out of pocket, right? You know, I could, I could get a health insurance like and pay for it, like from my like company, yeah. But I don't really need to, like I, yeah. I mean, I think there's sometimes like certain prescriptions are not paid for, yeah. It's a few different things, but it's ultimately like to a point where I don't have to think about it. I mean, it's it's in my taxes to a certain extent, I'm sure, but like. Yeah. But now yeah, it's, it's definitely one level of stress, yeah. you know, gone.
1: Now the one thing I, you know, I've talked to a bunch of people about is like, you know, if you ever got to a certain level of a content creator, whatever, you know, whether it's something with Twitch or YouTube, it would be nice to have something built in there for to accommodate for either sick days or a couple of days off because people are doing this grind ten hours a day, six days a week or more. And that's the mental health aspect of it, it is is could be very impactful.
0: It's tough. You can burn out pretty hard. Like, I think I burnt out this last year, like, kind of earlier in the year. Yeah. found it pretty hard to hit my hours. I wasn't really, like, I wasn't really having a mental health issue, but it just was, like, I am sick of being in my basement. Like, I want to, like, see people. And so this summer, I just, like, consciously was, like, I'm going to just see as many people as I can. And so my hours suffered a little bit. Yeah. But ultimately, like, this fall, which is a great time to be grinding, I've been, like, balls to the wall. Yeah in there like grinding Fortnite every day so it definitely helps i feel like it's tough though because every single time you take time off aside from losing that direct revenue that day yeah it's also like a loss of momentum you right. know like yeah. if you go missing for a week people leave they find another channel to watch and they're less likely to go back to your channel yeah. so it's hard to think of a system that would work where twitch could like pay a sick leave or like some yeah. kind of like you know just like mental health day but still be able to offset just like the overall loss of not streaming. Right. Unfortunately, this job is a, it's a job where you just got to constantly be at it like it doesn't really yeah give you much leeway. Yeah. You know, it really doesn't.
1: You're you're like a small business owner essentially.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and it's all momentum, you know, but it's the same thing if you ran a bakery and yeah. people showed up to your bakery and for 2 weeks there's nobody there. There's no bagels. Like, what do I do? So they just go to the other bakery, Yeah, you know, on the other side of town. And yeah. then you probably lose that business, you know? Absolutely.
1: so Yeah. It's tricky. You know? It is. Absolutely. you figured it out though. So that's awesome, man. And, and the <laughs> other piece, the other thing that adds into it though, is the passion, the excitement that is worth so much, you know, more than probably, that's so much more than, than a financial aspect, but you're, you're just, you know, you're happy. Your fiance sees that you're happy and that's, that's, mm. you know, that's very good to be.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's, it's awesome to enjoy your job. You know, yeah. like there's obviously up days and low days. And when something becomes your job, it's now your job. Right. It does have a little bit of a different feel than sitting on the couch, eating potato chips, yeah. playing video games. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Absolutely. But it's definitely enjoyable. I'm, I'm definitely really happy with like the decision to chase the dream because, yeah. you know, I'm living it.
1: It's excellent. Good, good place to be, man. No doubt. So, you know, when it comes to other content creators, is there anybody flying under the radar that people should check out?
0: Uh, I mean, shout out to my guy swearing. I think, you know, he's doing great. Yeah. I think he's going to be even bigger year over year. I think the like amount of effort he puts into his content is yeah. really solid. Um, I think he's going to be big. Um, Maddie and F really underrated grinder. I play with her a lot in yeah. Fortnite as well. She is really, really good. She's really on the TikTok grind. I wouldn't doubt she'll have like in a couple of years, she'll have like a million followers on one of these like short style vid- like. Platforms because she's yeah. doing a really great job with it. She just needs that algorithm to grab her channel and rocket ship it. I think. Yeah.
1: Who do you mainly roll with these days? So Swearin and Corey is one of them. Maddie and F.
0: Swearin, Maddie. I play a lot of solos because yeah. solos usually bang pretty hard for like Fortnite viewership. Like people because yeah. you just maximize the amount of interaction you get. Right. Uh, Swearin, I play with like another complexity teammate, Punisher. Yeah. He's very good. I mean, he qualified for like the Fortnite World Cup oh, wow. where they, you know, like they played that that was like 30 million dollars in prize Jeez. pool you know like so he was he's a very big deal in the fortnite community yeah. like so it's really cool to be able to play with him oh, that's cool. um yeah I'd say that's like probably my regular squad yeah I, you know
1: yeah so I, what i found is uh you know when i talk to people you would know, ask them a question do you roll solo or with others and they said well it's depends on you know if, if i'm rolling solo i can interact more with my chat and if i'm bringing mm-hmm. in somebody else it's like hey chat you're you're watching the show today. I'm interacting, and it's just me, and, you know, me and you know Corey or something along those lines.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's a weird thing, and I'll I'll say this right now: when you are playing solo versus with teammates, you get way more subs and like donations playing solo. So it's a weird thing. Yeah. Where like I try to ignore it, but that's definitely a thing with streamers where like you got to play at least a little bit of your day solo. Yeah. So that you can like thank the people who support you. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like. You know, yeah. it's unfortunately like you to you gotta be lonely for a little <laughs> bit to protect your bottom line a little bit, yeah, you know?
1: Absolutely. So now, you know, when you, you've you know log off for the day and whatnot, you're gonna you're mountain biking, skiing. What else do you like to do?
0: Uh I mean I like to go for long walks on the beach, not even jokingly, the beach is right there. <laughs> nice. And I usually go for there's like a trailway that runs right along it down at CVS. So yeah. i walk along that, usually at night. Um, that's pretty much it. I like to try to get outside a little bit, yeah. do a bit of cross country skiing in the winter too. Pippi Park nice. and yeah. St. John's got nice cross country ski trail. So I'll go in there a little bit, but yeah, I try to get outside as much as possible. Yeah. You know, I hurt my back playing hockey in high school. I got hit from behind and oh. popped two discs out. Oh, so not a fun time, no. but you know, I've, I like to stay moving. Yeah. So it helps with that. Like it's might seem weird, but even doing like, like, weight workouts like deadlifts and and stuff like that as long as you're not going crazy it'll strengthen your like your core and help with that so try to just you know keep myself as well rounded as possible it's it's tough though man it's it's tough for sure
1: well and and you you like these outside activities and like you know for people that you know don't know newfoundland we don't have the best weather you know there's there's (laughs) you get all four seasons in one day in july you know
0: yeah, and there's always win, no matter what. There's Absolutely,
1: win. yeah, totally. And now, how about with the fiance? Do you guys watch you know any TV shows together or any particular movies you guys like?
0: Yeah, I mean, she loves animated movies in general. Yeah. and also we've been lately watching like Game of Thrones. Yeah. and the Lord of the Rings show. Like, that's probably what we're hooked on right now. Like, nice yeah
1: oh cool all right well hey uh, what any goals or any um any things you're looking forward to this you know in the next six months or next year
0: uh i'm looking forward to the new fortnite updates um the new seat like chapter that's going to come out with a new map yeah maybe like hop on warzone a little bit i kind of I don't know. I kind of just want to try to push my ability to create like short content because I think that's kind of the future. Yeah. And like start to grow like my Twitch still is steady growing, but yeah. start to grow those other platforms more now. Definitely. Probably where I want to get to. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to her graduating so we can double the income off a little bit. That's <laughs> Absolutely. definitely a, I don't even know if it's a goal so much as just something to look forward to. You know? <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. All right. Well, hey, you survived the podcast, but before you, I let you go, though, you have to call out somebody in your circle, one of your peers that you think has a good story and, and should come on the podcast.
0: Somebody I know who should come on the podcast. Um, if you could get him, I think Punisher would be really cool to yeah, have Yeah, he has a good story? Yeah, he's actually, he was born in France. He lives in oh, Dallas sh- now. Oh, wow. And, you know, he's a really just an incredible, like, esports athlete. Like, there's no other way yeah. to put it. Like, he's just very skilled. But he's also on. He's both on the older side of, like, the Fortnite community, yeah. but still is, like, that crazy reaction time, oh, the wow. crazy just, like, innate game sense. Yeah. And I, I think he'd be an incredible person to have on to talk to you 100%. Oh,
1: cool. Actually, you have one more thing you just brought up, but with esports, I don't know if it's happening there on the island with any schools or MUN or anything like that. Are they putting together or seeing any esports teams forming? Uh,
0: no teams. However, I did actually just talk to, uh, like a development organizer at Munn. He's going to be looking into maybe running some Fortnite tournaments at, uh, some of the venues at the university. Like, I think they're just trying to use it as almost like a, like a STEM outreach type thing for like getting kids into like learning about like coding and then also like that type of thing. Um, but if they could organize some Fortnite events, it's going to be really cool. I'm going to talk to them next week. Yeah, I have no information on it right now, but <laughs> yeah. he basically wants to pick my brain on it because I know a little bit about you know this gaming stuff.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Because what we're seeing down here is like you know, first of all, there's we have uh, you know some of our Division One colleges like uh, Saint John, Quinnipiac, uh, they are they got esports teams with you know mm-hmm. you get full scholarships for these kids that are which it just blows your mind. Do you think about like, you know, you got these football teams and now you got these geeks, nerds coming in and they're wearing the school colors and representing playing Fortnite yeah, or rocket is, league.
0: It's funny because I mean, video games for me during university was the reason I missed so much class. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know, Oh, it's crazy, crazy times, man. But Hey, thank yeah. you so much for coming on.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. It's been a pleasure.
1: Absolutely.